This episode is brought to you by the awesome folks who support me on Patreon. A big shout out to my multi-tier supporters, Terence C, St. Peaches, Earl B, and Christina N. Moving on to the Tao tier, I want to express my gratitude to Bonkers and Carl Lucy. Last but not least, a massive thank you goes out to the incredible supporters of the Anito tier, Byron A, Jordan, Roman, Philip, Mona and Luna, Legion, Hannah, Diwatahan, and Brizo. Your support truly makes this podcast possible. And if you, my dear listeners, if you want to help support the podcast, please head over to patreon.com slash tabitabipod and choose the tier that fits your interest. Your support means the world to me and I can't wait to have you on board. Mabuhay and welcome to Spooky Saturday, a segment of the podcast where I tell paranormal stories submitted by our listeners or explore haunted places in the Philippines. I am your host, Ethan. Hi! Thanks for being here and making Tabi Tabi Podcast a part of your week. Halloween is creeping up on us, and there's no shortage of spooky content to dive into. By the way, just a quick reminder, my email is still open for your paranormal encounter stories. Why am I asking for your spooky stories? Well, As I mentioned in the last episode, I am on the hunt for paranormal tales to make this Halloween extra special. Since Halloween marks the 4th anniversary of the page, I thought it would be fun to include your stories because you guys are the reason why I'm still here. I also wanted to say thank you to the people who sent their stories already. I really appreciate it a lot. So, if you've got a spooky story to share, don't hesitate to send it over to our email at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com or drop us a message on our social media, Instagram, and Facebook. Oh, and before I forget, if you didn't know, Philippine Spirits has released the Halimawin 2023 Drawing Challenge. It's like Inktober but more focused on the Halimaw or the creatures in Philippine folklore. You can go look at their Facebook or Instagram page for the prompt. I forgot to join this year and I know it's day 21 already but it's not really too late to join so if you want to draw, just go for it. It's fun. Uh, So if you're interested, please go visit Philippine Spirits on Facebook and Instagram to see the prompts and the uh, meaning for each creature to help you or to guide you at least on what to draw. It's, It's a really fun activity to do this October. So yeah, go visit Philippine Spirits. And I think that's about it for some announcement. What do you say we get right into the story now? So, settle in my dear listeners, and let's begin. Today, we return to the captivating city of Baguio, renowned for its cool climate and breathtaking landscapes. But... Hidden within the lush pine forest and picturesque views lies a tale of the supernatural. We've already explored the haunting histories of the Diplomat Hotel and the Hyatt Hotel. Today, we are going to visit another haunted location in Baguio, the Teacher's Camp. Baguio, officially known as the City of Baguio, is a first-class highly urbanized city nestled in the Cordillera administrative region of the Philippines. Often referred to as the summer capital of the Philippines, it derives its name from its elevated location, 
sitting approximately 4,810 feet or 1,470 meters above sea level. In fact, some claim it to be 1,540 meters or 5,050 feet high, making it a part of the Luzon Tropical Pine Forests ecoregion. This unique setting provides a cool haven for the growth of mossy plants, orchids, and pine trees, thus earning it another moniker as the City of Pines. But Baguio's history runs deep. Established by the United States in the year 1900, Baguio was designed as a hill station on the grounds of an Ibaloy village known as Kafagway. What is a hill station? A hill station is a town situated at a higher elevation compared to the nearby planar valley. The term was primarily employed in colonial Asia, especially in India, and to a lesser extent in Africa where European colonialists established these towns as retreats from the scorching summer heat. And remarkably, Baguio was the only hill station in Asia created by the United States. Baguio has since evolved into a highly urbanized city, geographically located within Benguet, serving as the provincial capital from 1901 to 1916. However, it has since stood independently as a chartered city, establishing itself as the thriving heart of business, commerce, education, and government in northern Luzon and the Cordillera Administrative Region. In Baguio, there is a place that serves not only as an educational institution, but also a site where hauntings are said to occur, and that is the Baguio Teachers' Camp. The Baguio Teachers' Camp, or BTC, also known as Teachers' Camp, is a teacher's training center and events venue located on Leonard Wood Road in Baguio, Philippines. It has been under the management of the national government since 2008. Established as a recreational area for teachers during the 1900s, particularly during the American period, the site currently serves as the home to the National Educators Academy of the Philippines, or NEAP, a division of the Department of Education. Teachers' Camp is overseen by a director and is directly under the purview of the Department of Education, or DepEd. It also functions as the primary site for the National Educators Academy of the Philippines, responsible for providing training and professional development for educators from various parts of the Philippines, particularly during the summer break. The center includes classrooms, dormitories, cottages, dining areas, assembly halls, and administrative offices. Additionally, when not in use by teachers, the dormitories and cottages are made available for rental to tourists. Teachers' Camp also hosts events sponsored by government organizations. And on May 12, 2008, Teachers' Camp was officially designated as a National Heritage Site. This historic facility is identified as a marked structure, as documented in a 2015 report. But what is the history of the teachers' camp? Back in 1907, 
Benguet Governor William F. Pack conceived the idea of establishing a holiday camp for teachers in Baguio City. William F. Pack had been appointed as the military governor of Benguet on November 15, 1901, and subsequently served as the civilian governor of Mountain Province from 1909 to 1915. With this vision in mind, he corresponded with W. Morgan Shuster, the Secretary of Public Instructions for the American Colonial Government, who responded positively to the concept. Just a month later, in January 1908, the plan to create a teacher's camp for this purpose was officially approved. W. Morgan Shuster developed an outline for the camp's plan. A few months later, on April 6, 1908, the camp opened its doors as both a training center and a vacation destination for teachers and staff of the insular administration. Simultaneously, on that very day, the first teachers' vacation assembly commenced and extended through May 30, 1908. During its early years, Tents were employed to serve as the camp's classrooms, kitchen, dining area, and storage facilities. The inaugural structure of the teachers' camp was erected in 1911, along with the construction of access roads and pathways. Cottages for the camp director, secretary, and undersecretary of education were added in 1912. Over the following four years, additional structures and an athletic field were developed. In 1912, Benitez Hall, which serves as the primary facility at Teachers' Camp, was completed, along with residences for Bureau of Education officials and the camp director. Previously, a significant portion of the Teachers' Camp was occupied by the Philippine Military Academy, or PMA. The PMA was temporarily moved from Camp Henry Allen to Teachers' Camp in 1936, due to the anticipation of an increase in the number of cadet corps members. During their stay, the General Luna Hall was constructed as an addition. This arrangement lasted from June 15, 1936 until December 12, 1941 when World War II began. And during the Japanese occupation of the Philippines from 1942 to 1945, the camp was repurposed as a hospital for the occupying army, and it suffered damage as a result of the war. Beyond its educational role, Teachers' Camp is renowned for another aspect that has intrigued many. And that's the reported hauntings and ghostly phenomena that have been associated with this historic site. Following the conclusion of World War II, Teachers' Camp underwent repairs and reopened in 1947. And given its history, it's not surprising that reports of paranormal activities have been associated with the site. You see, Teachers' Camp is believed to be home to numerous spirits, and some of these entities are particularly unsettling. Now, given its history as a hill station for rehabilitating casualties during the World War, it's plausible that the spirits of those who met sudden demises during their time there still linger in the area. 
Many of these spectral entities are said to congregate in teachers' camps, specifically in Leonard Wood. Amy Script, a paranormal vlogger, explored teachers' camp and documented her experiences on her blog. She has detailed some of the most prevalent stories and accounts of apparitions and ghost hauntings at the location. One of the most frequently reported apparitions is a lady dressed in white. She's been observed walking throughout teachers' camp, yet her identity and the reason for her haunting remain a mystery. Perhaps the most feared spirit in teachers' camp is known as the lovesick Igorot. According to the accounts, this ghost supposedly follows young females he takes a liking to within the camp. Women have reported that this spirit has followed them back to their cabins at the camp and eerily watched them sleep. It is believed that the reason behind this spirit's action is loneliness, hence the nickname Love Sick Igorot. Another eerie presence that has been cited throughout the camp is that of a headless priest. Finally, there is one more spirit at teacher's camp, arguably the most unsettling of all. Numerous individuals who have spent the night at the camp have described waking up in their beds at 3 a.m. to find a blood-soaked woman watching over them. Her origins are shrouded in mystery, and her appearance has deeply disturbed those who have encountered her. And luckily, I stumbled upon an account shared by an individual named Emily on Pinoy Stories recounting their experience at teacher's camp about the blood-soaked woman. This story was originally posted on Facebook on September 26, 2013. The story narrates the ordeal of a group of delegates from a grade school department who were attending a leadership seminar at teacher's camp a notoriously haunted location in the Philippines. This camp was infamous for its age and persistent rumors that it was built on a site with a history of war-related events. The unfortunate delegates were assigned to White Hall, an aging and poorly maintained building which was notorious for its creaking floors and unsettling noises. Needless to say, the delegates dreaded returning to this hall at night. On their very first night in room 109, the designated accommodations, the delegates experienced a considerable difficulty falling asleep due to their overwhelming fear. They found themselves wide awake at 3 a.m., feeling increasingly paranoid as they lay in bed. To distract themselves, they turned to an interesting book borrowed from one of the delegates' sister reading it in an attempt to ease their anxiety. As they read, they began to hear footsteps growing closer and closer to their room. In an effort to quell their mounting fear, they resorted to reciting prayers. However, the footsteps continued until they reached the entrance of their room, causing the floor to creak with every step. This was when they decided to hide under the safety of their blankets, afraid of witnessing something that would haunt them for the rest of their lives. The footsteps seemed to draw nearer, as if approaching their bed. But then, it suddenly stopped. It was at that moment that the delegates 
cautiously peeked out from under their blankets and saw a spectral white figure soaked in blood. Once again, fear overcame them and they hid themselves beneath the blankets. The footsteps continued for a short while before fading away, just like the apparition. The delegates were left so shaken that they found it nearly impossible to sleep. The next morning, they later confided in their friends about their encounter with the ghostly figure soaked in blood, but they merely laughed it off. Regardless, they remained firm in their belief that what they had witnessed, whether it was a ghost or a product of their heightened paranoia, was a real and unforgettable experience. According to the OP, they've heard about countless ghost stories about teachers' camp, but nothing could match the thrill of encountering the unknown firsthand. And that concludes today's Spooky Saturday. I sincerely hope you've enjoyed today's story. If you have your own paranormal encounters to share or if there are haunted places you'd like me to explore, please reach out to us at officialtabitabipod at gmail.com. If you've enjoyed this episode and wish to support the podcast, please consider sharing it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Or you can always support the podcast by visiting patreon.com slash tabitabipod. For as little as 2 or $6, you can gain early access, listen to Patreon-exclusive content, and more. You can also show your support by leaving a tip via GCash. Details will be listed in the description. Thank you so much to my dearest patrons and to you, my dear listeners. Thank you so very much for being here, for making Tabi Tabi Podcast a part of your week. And please stay safe. Thanks for listening to Tabi Tabi Podcast. This has been Ethan. Join me next time when we explore more haunted places in the Philippines. Bye!